We don't sugarcoat shit. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to Big Trouble in Little Vagina on Renegade Talk Radio. Hello, Renegade Nation, and welcome back for yet another illuminating episode of Big Trouble in Little Vagina, the program that's dedicated to helping you find the most important, most elusive, and most precious of all things, the perfect orgasm. As always, I am your hostess with the mostess, your mistress in the dark, your private dancer, and your personal sexual Sherpa, Naughty Nicole Delacroix. On this journey, we'll be exploring and investigating many aspects of sex and relationships. Now, some of these topics are going to be a bit familiar to you, and some are going to be a vast, unexplored jungle just waiting for you to plunder it. But there's no need for you to be scared. I'll be with you every step of the way. Our journey together is going to be long and hard just the way I like it. But I assure you there's going to be pleasure everywhere we go together. All I ask is that you keep an open mind, put aside what you think you know, take my hand, and before we jump into today's episode, I'd like to remind you all that if you're searching for things up on the internet, make sure that you're using edgysearch.com. That's I-J-I search.com. Because if you like looking up naughty things like I do, edgysearch.com will eliminate any search history so you don't have to explain your naughty little secret searches to anybody. So use edgysearch.com and you'll never have to explain that ex- that embarrassing porn search to anybody ever again. All right, back to our regularly scheduled programming. So sit back, relax, get comfortable, take my hand if you need to, and we'll begin today's journey. Remember, orgasms are nature's way of saying life sucks ass. But here, have a little candy. On today's episode of Big Trouble in Little Vagina, we're picking up where we left off last time. That's right, my renegade nation heathens. We're still talking about oral sex, but this time, it's the ladies' turn. So we're back to worship at the altar and turning our attentions to one of the most personal acts you can engage in. There are many terms for it. Bikini burger, a boxed lunch, carpet munching, lip service, muff diving, and a fur burger. But what we're talking about here is cunnilingus, or more aptly put, eating pussy. And much like the blowjob, it's the most intimate and trust-inducing act that you can perform for your partner. So you need to feel like a god, or a goddess if you swing that way. Now, let's stop for a moment. Go on, close your eyes. Well, unless you're driving, then maybe not so much you. But close your eyes and picture it. Your beautiful lady lying before you, naked and waiting, her pussy wet and aching to feel the warm wetness of your mouth. There's really nothing to be scared of. It's such a beautiful thing. But not enough men, or women if you're that way, are tackling the muff. So I'm hoping that we can change a few lives today by diving right in. Oh, and yes, the pun was totally intended. Yes, those puns are going to write themselves again today, so you'll just have to forgive me. So last time the gentleman got to keep me honest, but ladies, this time it's your turn. Keep me honest. And gentlemen, take notes. No, seriously, take notes. 
This is another one of those situations where you just can't be a passive participant. You can't just lay there. You need to be involved and active. I admit there are some of you that are going to say that you just flat out will not give it a try. And that's absolutely your choice. But I want to present this in a way that maybe you give it another try because it really does make sex much more fun and adventurous. It's incredibly intimate and that adds to your relationship. And after all, isn't that what we're all after? Intimate relationships. So everybody has their own viewpoint when it comes to oral sex. Some folks think that sex is the most intimate that two people can be, and others, myself included, think that oral sex is the most intimate of acts. Whatever side of the spectrum you fall on, we still need to be 100% comfortable with the act. Now, I know that some of you are going to say, no, I don't like doing it, I won't do it, I hate it, I hate having it done, blah, blah, blah. I promise you this, there's nothing better than that reaction you get from your lady when you brush your lips against the upper inner thigh or when your hands wrap around her legs and you feel her body relax in anticipation. This is that moment that you can say your woman is 100% completely yours. It's incredibly important that you trust the person that you're with. If you don't feel comfortable with your partner, you're just not going to enjoy the experience. They aren't going to enjoy it, you're not going to enjoy it, and you're both just going to suffer. Just like I held the ladies responsible for bad blowjobs, I'm going to hold you responsible for not eating pussy correctly. There's just no excuse for it. If you're excited about it, then your woman is going to be excited. There are so many things that can help you find a technique that works for both of you that you really shouldn't give up on being an expert pussy eater. Remember, we live in the golden age of sex, and there's just so much that we can do to make it an experience to remember for both parties. There are techniques and preferences that are universal, and we're going to put that blushing and stumbling over our words aside and shout it from the rooftop so that way we can please those women. Ladies, do you want your partner to really please you in bed? Many, many guys really enjoy performing oral sex on women, but they don't always do it right. Contrary to popular belief, using your mouth and tongue won't always turn a woman on. If you're not using your mouth and tongue the right way, it will just end up making you feel uncomfortable and dissatisfied. Well, don't worry. Naughty Nicole is here to show you what your tongue has been doing wrong all these times. And when I'm done with you, well... The ladies will be lining up for that talented tongue. That's right. I'm going to teach you how to give your partner an orgasm. And not just any orgasm, but multiple and mind-blowing orgasms. Seriously, your woman is going to grab you by the hair and make promises and pray to deities that she doesn't even know just to keep you where you are. You've done the work for it. So now let's show you how to love taking your lady to the brink and back again. That's right. Own that orgasm. You earned it. It's yours. But let's get started with some basics. And please note, these are basics for both giving and receiving. So both of you pay attention. 
I'm going to start with the ladies because I found the main reason some partners don't like eating pussy is because some women down the line has made them feel inexperienced or like they're not worthy. That pisses me off. Sex acts should be a medium to intimacy and caring for another person, not a weapon to intimidate somebody. Just like you didn't know how to touch yourself the first time you tried masturbation, you need to guide your partner to the things that excite you most. All right, on the flip side, if you want to please your woman, you need to remember that no two women are exactly alike. Yes, there are going to be some basic techniques that work with all women, but you're going to want to know every single curve of her body the special touch that's going to make her legs quiver with delight and just exactly where to put your mouth to make her moan with pleasure. That's right. You're going to have to dig deep, really, really deep to know your woman. So let's start with the basics. First up, don't jump onto her vagina or clit right away. First, Warm your lady up by teasing her all over. Kiss her on the mouth, her cheeks, her neck. Work your way down her body slowly. Caress her with your hands. Try to make the experience as sensual as possible. Oral sex is more than just going down on her. It's a seduction, so treat it like one. The most important thing that you can do is Ask the woman what she likes. All too often, we're far too afraid to ask our partners what they like because we don't want to come off sounding as inexperienced. But my suggestion is make asking your woman part of your seduction. I can honestly tell you it is the most sexy thing that a man can do. You're already kissing and touching her, and you're moving towards her pussy. So ask her what she likes. Does she like to be on bottom or on top? Does she like fast or slow? Asking about her pleasure lets her know that when you're doing what you're doing, it's all about her pleasure. And taking the time to know your woman tells her that you enjoy giving her pleasure, which is going to help her relax. Take things slow. Don't be in a rush or act like some hungry, slobbering brute. There's nothing worse than that. Once you make it to her clit and vagina, gently lick all around. You don't have to be rough with your mouth, unless she wants you to be. It's always best to start off slow, unless she specifically requests for you to do it otherwise. Some women do like it when you when you roughly use your tongue and mouth, but only do so if she asks. Make sure to look your woman in the eye. I mean, don't stare at her and don't make it like a staring contest because seriously, that is going to break the mood. But make eye contact, at least, you know, if your partner's sighted because, you know, she's not, that's not going to work for you. But it's a powerful way to stay connected while you're going down on her. Some people won't like any eye contact, but for others, it's a huge turn-on to see the pleasure on your partner's face, and for them to see you enjoying giving them pleasure. Depending on that physical position that you're in and the energy between you, your partner's eye contact 
can also play into that dominant submissive role play that is either explicit or implicit. It doesn't make a difference. People like it. And if they don't, you'll find that out. Important to let your woman move around you. If your partner isn't comfortable giving you a lot of verbal instruction, she may move her body so that your tongue gets to just that right spot. Pay attention to how your partner is moving and don't assume it's random writhing, although it can definitely be that too. If you think your partner is hesitant to offer instructions to you, you can prep them by saying, I'd like you to tell me what works and what doesn't, or show me if you don't want to say it out loud. Show them that it's all about their pleasure. So let's get to the important part, the many sides of your tongue. Oh, the tongue, it is such an amazing thing. And not just because of the way we can move it. There are dozens of different feelings that you can create by using different parts of your tongue. Notice how your partner responds to the flat part of your tongue, or to the sides of your tongue, or even to the tip of your tongue. Also, notice how you can change the way the tip feels by extending it and making it firmer. There's no one tongue part or move. The trick is to try a lot of different things and find out what works best for your woman. And don't make the mistake of thinking that cunnilingus is always only about the tongue. You can use other parts of your body to stimulate your partner's genitals as well. Your nose, your cheeks, or your chin. They all create different sensations and pressures when brushed against or rhythmically rubbing along the vulva and clitoris. Some people get really turned on by knowing that their partner is fully engaged in what they're doing. Using your whole face demonstrates that kind of commitment. Now, let's talk about penetration. Now, this is definitely one of those not-for-everybody techniques, but some people really love the feeling of their partner's tongue penetrating them. Obviously, even with the longest tongue, tongue penetration only goes so deep. But for some folks, it's about the technique that at the right moment and for a limited time period feels intense and wonderful. As always, every person is different. But many women say that a fast in and out motion isn't as good as a slow, undulating and unfolding kind of penetration. Now, if you're performing oral sex on a woman, the noises that you can make add to the experience. That's right. If you're feeling turned on, moaning lets your partner know, and they may be able to relax just a little bit more into the experience, knowing that you're right there with them and not just doing something out of obligation. But beyond that, when you moan or even hum a little tune, the vibrations from your lips and your breath can create a sensation that can be felt by your partner. Whistling, however, is not recommended. So this is not one of those situations where you do the whistle while you work kind of thing. But you can experiment with different pitches of moaning and notice how a long, low, guttural moan feels different and faster than a high-pitched noise, for example. Sucking versus licking. Yeah, that's a debate that we've been having for a very long time. 
You can create lots of sensations when you bring your tongue, lips, and even entire mouth into the equation. After you've got your partner warmed up, playing with suction can be another way to intensify the experience for your lady. You can take the labia or even the clitoris into your mouth and gently create a sucking sensation. Some people will like a powerful sucking and others may just want a hint of it. With a part of your partner in your mouth, you can add sensation by moving your tongue inside the mouth. Yeah, I went there. Anyways, we've covered some of the key basics now, but I have to admit it's getting a bit hot in here, so I think it's time that we take a little break and hear what our sponsors think. You're listening to Big Trouble in Little Vagina. I'm Naughty Nicole, and this is Renegade Talk Radio. Meet me back here, my little heathens. Do you ever walk in and find your husband quickly zipping up his pants? Does your husband suffer from chapped dick? Then he may be addicted to porno. Mine was, and he left me to go be number 73 in the world's biggest gangbang. Did you know that one out of three marriages are ruined by excessive porno? Mine was. If you think your husband has a porno habit, help that nasty bastard before it goes too far. The early warning signs are there. Ask him to do a self-exam. If you watch porno before 10 a.m., if you know the name of any guy in porno besides Ron Jeremy, if you can't get aroused unless you hear this, you may be addicted to porno. If you're willing to donate your spine to Larry Flint, if your woman has thrown away all of your porno tapes and you masturbate to The View, if you like your woman to shower in five-inch pumps, if you think the only way to get your woman pregnant is by shooting sperm in her eye, you might be addicted to porno. Maybe I'm old-fashioned, but double anal penetration is just not my cup of tea. Party pooper. So if you think your husband is addicted to porno, please call one 800 I see your ass today. That's 1-800-I-SEE-YOUR-ASS. Excuse me. Call today. You're listening to Big Trouble in Little Vagina. Welcome back, my fellow heathens. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Big Trouble in Little Vagina on Renegade Talk Radio. And today we're diving in on how to eat pussy. I do hope that you're using edgysearch.com to look up some additional information about cunnilingus or maybe looking up some new and inventive technique to try with your lady later. Either way, we're just getting warmed up and we have oh so much yet to cover. So I say we dive right in. Now we've gone over some of the bare bone basics. And now I want to help focus on techniques so that way we can have your woman begging to sit on your face. As I've said before, and will probably say again, practice makes perfect. So it's time for us to practice. Take a mirror and we're going to practice soft tongue versus hard tongue. Soft tongue is a floppy, slapping, kind of relaxed muscle, which is ideal for clitoral excitement. Hard tongue is going to look pointier, it's firmer, and is well suited for penetrative cunnilingus. Practice makes perfect, and a smooth transition between hard and smooth tongue is going to get noticed and appreciated by your lady. Now for some real practice. And I'm going to suggest getting an ice cream cone. Yeah, I know. Sounds crazy, but 
bear with me. Make sure you have a perfect ice cream scoop ball that sits just on top of the cone. Make sure that it's not very secure at all. What you want to do is to apply a good amount of pressure with your tongue, but not so much that you knock the ice cream scoop off the cone. Sometimes kiss and squeeze the ice cream with your lips, suck and use your tongue in just about every direction, and approach it from all different sorts of angles. Practicing with ice cream will prepare your tongue to be as tender or as tough as your lady needs. Plus, it tastes almost as amazing as your woman does. And bonus, it's sticky and messy. (laughs) Remember, you want to lick your lady firmly with your tongue so you can get a good taste and savor her flavor. But never too firmly unless she asks for it. Alright, now that we've got practice out of the way... Let's get started with cunnilingus. We're going to talk about foreplay. I know, I know, you guys are tired of hearing about the foreplay. I promise, this will be it. But foreplay is very key for oral sex. Because, of course, it's going to stimulate her erogenous zones. Her main zone, which is her clitoris, is incredibly highly sensitive. But no matter how hard you try, a girl isn't going to get off if you don't warm her up first. In fact, the longer you lick and suck and kiss and fondle her everywhere else, that's right, avoid that clitoris altogether, the more she's going to want it. So don't forget about the foreplay. Besides, it's so much fun. One of the sexiest things that you can say to your lady is, you won't be needing these. That's right. Remove her panties, but don't do anything just yet. Let the air hit her wet pussy. Start teasing her again by kissing and licking the inner thighs up to the crease where her leg meets. Go further in gradually by licking the outer lips of her labia and the inner lips around the vagina. Once she's all warmed up, now it's time to go down. And get your fingers out of there. Don't touch anything for a moment. Let your lap do that last bit of grinding or that last minute necking, just like you're going away on vacation. Though it's tempting to pull those blankets down over your head, this is incredibly the worst idea ever. There's nothing less sexy than whipping the duvet off your head and grasping for air 10 seconds before she comes. I promise you it's going to kill the mood. Skip the blankets. Start by kissing her breasts and her stomach as you slowly work your way down. And don't get distracted here. Right now, it's all about the stomach and inner thighs. A little bit of gentle biting is always good. Start at one knee and move towards the muff in a slow, steady swoop. Then nibble your way right up to the edge of her pussy. Then skip right across it and head towards the other knee and repeat. Doing this a few times will really get her hot and bothered. And it's going to save you a lot of pussy eating time in the long run. By now, she should be dying for you to make your move. And if you're doing it right, she'll be moaning and trying desperately to force your head between her legs. You want to stretch this phase out as long as you can until she looks like she's been holding her breath for about three days. 
Here's an advanced trick for you. Hover over her bush for about five seconds before that first lick. If you wait any longer, she might get a little self-conscious and think you're having second thoughts. But hovering just a moment just gives her that extra anticipation of what's going to happen. Now let's talk about parting the seas. That's right, you want to isolate your playing field. Because pubic hair is to pussy eating what the cavity creeps are to dental hygiene. It's not fun. You don't want to be coughing up a hairball. One hot trick is to have your lady spread her lips for you so that your pussy is all set up for for you, just waiting like a great big buffet. Now let's talk about the grand entrance and that first lick. That's right. Take that first lick super slow. Make sure that you're groan and moaning with your woman. It shows that you love it while sending those vibrations straight through her pussy. Start just above the anus and take it all the way to the tip of the pubis mound. Do about a dozen or so of these St. Bernard licks before moving on. And I mean really slow, like four seconds per lick. Now it's time to determine what kind of clit she has. If it's a super sensitive clit, she'll convulse as you pass over it, and that's going to mean a super easy ride for you. If there's little to no reaction, she probably has one of those nerveless little pea clits, and unfortunately you're going to be in for about a 30-minute session of tongue tendonitis. But remember, comedian Ron White said it best. A clitoris is as sensitive as an eyeball. Don't go touching it when it's dry. And he couldn't possibly be more correct in this. The extreme sensitivity and desire for moisture are the cornerstones of why women love to receive oral sex from their men. Or women, if you swing that way. The wetter, the better. So don't be afraid to lube it up. It's all a part of the merrymaking. With all that said, eating pussy can kind of make you feel a little bit like a poof. So, if you're feeling like a little bit of a ballerina boy, take it out on her clit. That's right. Figure out just how much abuse that clit can take without making her uncomfortable, and go show that little bastard who's boss. After all, Mr. Elusive is precisely what makes muff diving so difficult. He's surrounded by labia, and even after you find him, all that pressure can push him over to one side. And all of a sudden, you're giving that pee hole the scene two of its life. Think of the clit as a tumor in a pile of earlobes. When you push down on the area, he's the only one that can't be squished. Once one of your tongue troopers finds him, call in for reinforcements. That's right. Use your lips to get hers out of the way and focus all your attention on getting Mr. Clit all by himself. Once you find him, give him a hard time. Because he's been trying to hide from you. You can frisk him and give him a couple of whacks across the head. All right. Important tip. The best way to stimulate the clit is to run your entire tongue over it after you isolate it from her lips. 
The man in the boat should feel the texture of the entire tongue pushing down on his body and his boat if you really want to get her off. But more about that little punk and his bad attitude later. We still need to identify the clit type. After the slow licks, it's time to get the party started. There are essentially two types of clitorati. That's right, I called it clitorati. Ones that enjoy a serious going over and ones that don't. It's as easy as that. The latter suck about as much as a one-inch penis, and you'll probably end up dumping her right away if she has that one. But remember, clits come in all shapes, sizes, and sensitivities. But that doesn't really tell you much. All of them want to be treated slow and soft at the beginning, but the only way you can tell if you can go fast at the end is by reading her reactions. This is just impossible to teach, but just do the best you can. All I can tell you is convulsing means take it easy and oh my god means bring it on. So let's talk about the clits that need a serious going over. These are the absolute most fun because you get to be creative. Pretend your tongue is a bad cop and the clit is the guy who killed your partner. Separate him from the buddies, those will be the lips, and suck him right up into your mouth. Now he's on your turf. Keep him erect by creating an airtight vacuum chamber in your mouth. Slap him upside the head with one big tongue bonk. He's not going to tell you shit because he's a clit and he has no idea what you're talking about. But kick his ass anyway. After a few teasers and swirling circles, beat him up and make him senseless like a boxer whacking a speed bag. If your woman starts freaking out like it's too much, ease up on the interrogation a bit and go back to that soft St. Bernard lick. The vacuum is a great way to bring her to orgasm, but sometimes it's a bit too much. So mix things up with circles around the clit and some tongue fucking. As you close in for the kill, go back to the vacuum and give that suspect a relentless head smacking. Up and down is usually the most effective, but your tongue will get less tired if you throw in a few side to sides. When you feel the inner thighs start to shake, this is it. Be repetitive. Do not be creative at this point. You're almost home, and this is not the time to start changing up tactics. To keep the rhythm going, try repeating a chant in your head that goes with the movement of your tongue. Any inconsistent action might throw your lady off, killing the mood or at least setting you back a few minutes, which is incredibly bad for morale. Keep going several seconds after her orgasm. Remember, it isn't over until the hands come down from above and push you off. If she's multi-orgasmic, congratulations, first off, you'll have to keep going until you've done the whole routine another four or five times. If you're not sure what to do, just keep giving her that tongue until those magic hands come down. So let's talk about the clits that don't. Well, if you have one of those, I am so sorry. Some clits just don't want to be singled out and battered about. These are pretty boring and need to be treated with gentle, loving care. 
Just do casual St. Bernard licks until she comes, pure and simple. If you're getting bored, try going in some different directions for a while. A good way to keep it random is you can spell out different letters of the alphabet with the tip of your tongue. I'm going to tell you right now that it works if you've got a boring clit, but an unboring clit will not like that. You could be looking at half an hour here, pal, and unfortunately it can be problematic. If you go for that long and she still doesn't come, you're going to be in a pretty foul mood. So if it's too much work, move on. On the bright side, going for 30 minutes is something few people have the patience for, so sticking it out will lead to some payback, especially, you know, when that bad mood sets in with your lady friend. Once you're done, and I mean totally finished, she's going to want you out of there pronto because that whole area is sensitive. But instead of leaving, stick out your tongue and lay it down on her like a thick, soggy carpet. Make sure you don't move it or anything because that can actually hurt her. But just sit there like a dead manta ray for about 30 seconds. Then come up and wipe your face like the pirate that you are. Because I promise you, your lady will appreciate it. So now, let's talk about some other things. Fingers. Oh, if you're dealing with a particularly saucy vixen, or someone very naughty, then you might find that she might want you to put your fingers in her bottom. A thumb gives you the best leeway, but keep in mind that you're doing a pretty raunchy thing, and this should be saved until the very end. Ha! Pun intended. (laughs) Incidentally, if you're trying to introduce a finger to the butt, as a good thing, try eking it in during the orgasm. If it doesn't wreck everything, you could have a Pavlovian response on your hand for the rest of the relationship. We're not going to get into licking the actual hole in this section, because if you're into that, you're far too advanced for this particular podcast, and you should probably have graduated with a PhD in pussy eating years ago. I will say this, always make sure that you rub the butt cheeks, no matter what. There are about 500,000 nerve endings in those butt cheeks, and giving them a nice squeeze or slap when you're licking the pussy will get some instant results. On to the double whammy. Now, some people say that it takes away from the act when you actually put your finger in, but... Some women do like the simultaneous fingering, and it's a good way to blow her mind. Think of it as the crack cocaine of cunnilingus. Yeah, I know, the puns write themselves. What can I say? Just remember, tongue exhaustion is the number one cause of abandoned pussy eating. But there's so many ways that you can avoid it. Using your tongue as an inanimate object is a great way to give it a rest. Stick it out as far as you can go and then tense it. Bite into it with your teeth, not too hard, you don't want to hurt yourself, and move it around the cunt using your neck muscles. Another solution is simply use your fingers on the clit while you give your mouth a rest. It's always nice to have a little conversation in the middle of it. Just remember... 
if it doesn't look like you're exercising a demon from your woman, then you're doing it wrong. Whew. I don't know about you, but I'm getting a little thirsty. How about we take a little visit to our sponsors and you meet me back here in a few. I'm Naughty Nicole and you're listening to Big Trouble in Little Vagina on Renegade Talk Radio. We don't sugarcoat shit. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Big Trouble in Little Vagina on Renegade Talk Radio. And today's topic is just making me wet. That's right, it's Pussy Eating 101. We've been covering the basics and how we want to perform. Now comes the tips. Just a few things to help make this an enjoyable and exciting experience for you both. Like men, women enjoy eye contact when receiving oral sex. So when you're crouching down between her spread legs and she's flat on her back, make sure you're looking at her. Listen carefully to the sounds that she's making. Obviously, if she sounds excited, continue doing what you're doing. If she doesn't, try a different variation. And as always, be open to suggestion because some women like to direct. And hey, don't forget, have fun when you're down there. So on to the tips. Much like when we were doing blowjobs, temperature play can be incredibly exciting. Ice cubes are a fun way to play with temperature during cunnilingus. Be aware that if you hold an ice cube on any part for part of the body for a while, you will create a temporary numbness. So the goal is to increase sensation and sensitivity. You want to keep that ice cube moving. If you're into how you do it, try the reverse hug technique. It shouldn't be too hard if you're both in good shape. You need to hold her upside down in front of you, her head and shoulders resting on the bed, and her back should rest against your chest and stomach. Hold her up a bit so she won't feel too much pressure around her neck. Just wrap your arms around her stomach and lower your face between her legs. Mmm, sounds like fun. Go ahead and use your hands. In my experience, most cunnilingus providers aren't afraid to shove a finger or two up in there when they're going down. Curl two fingers up toward her belly button once they're inserted and use a firm come-hither motion to stimulate the G-spot. Oh, did I just tell you where the G-spot was? (gasps) But remember, fingering isn't the only way to incorporate your hands. You can also use the labia to massage the clit by gently pressing the lips together and kneading the clit between your fingers, putting firm pressure on the mons pubis. Oh, I know, French, right? That would just be the mound. And incorporating circular motions will also help to awake those nerve endings. Oh, the ever-popular to toy or not to toy. It's definitely to toy. There is a huge misconception, at least I hope it's a misconception, that men out there are way too intimidated by sex toys. Nothing, and I mean nothing, can replace a real human dick. So there's no need for you to worry. 
But that doesn't mean that a good toy can't help with oral, especially because, well, you probably can't get your dick up there at the same time, and sometimes it's nice to have penetration that doesn't involve a fingernail. So don't be scared of those toys. Don't forget to exploit the power dynamic. There's an exchange of power in every sexual interaction. And in most hot sex, there is vulnerability, both physical, emotional, and even spiritual. Arguably, the power dynamics are heightened during cunnilingus, where one partner is so much serving the other. This can be something to exploit, as long as you're both on board and it is a consensual exploitation. Whether that means adding dirty talk or exploring sexual fantasy roleplay or simply playing out a fantasy in your mind, the physical positioning alone of going down on someone can be rich fodder for exploring the sexual power play. Now let's talk about something that the ladies don't think too much of. Men are picky about the pubes. That's right. If you have a pubic hair request, please make it known beforehand, and I'm not talking like an hour beforehand. If you don't enjoy having pubes in your mouth, or if you think bare genitalia is too childlike for your taste, then remember your partner is not psychic. You gotta let them know, and let them know in enough time that they can actually accommodate your preference. A good rule of thumb is four days. If you wait until the middle of the act, it's going to be distracting and pretty annoying to be nitpicked while being pleasured. And on the subject of hair preference, there might need to be a talk about the tickling or rough effect that coarse hair can have on a vagina. Some people with vaginas may prefer a goatee or stubbly chin, and some may not. Make sure you ask. They'll let you know whether they f- they prefer your flavor saver, if it can stay or if it can go. But make sure you guys are talking about it. Now we're going to talk about something that the ladies really hate talking about, myself included. Discharge. I know, guys. It is perfectly healthy and normal and natural for vaginas to have a variety of discharge. Some fluids are clear like lube, while others are white and thicker, and some even have a stringy quality to them. Do not be alarmed. Additionally, if you're hesitant to be around a menstruating vagina, you need to communicate this notion beforehand. Seriously, we've got to get past this not talking about things because we're embarrassed. It is perfectly natural. It happens. Get over it. Cunnilingus, proceed with caution. Staying safer during oral sex is very important. And it is one of the most commonly overlooked sources of getting or giving an STD. Dental dams, gloves, and condoms are all available for safer oral sex, and they're essential elements to personal safety. Using dildos and vibrators are a multitasker's best friend when it comes to cunnilingus. But if you have abrasions or cuts on your hands, this can be 
a better way there is a better way to stay safe from the exchange of bodily fluids than traditional fingering or manual sex means. Another option is to have her ride on the suction cup toy like a glorious G, which leaves your hands and mouth free to explore other erogenous sounds. Lastly, I want to talk about things that affect both partners' pleasures. Good hygiene is hot. Seriously, I'm not kidding. A man that smells good, totally hot. Well, it's hotter than the alternative, right? <laughs> In fact, the number one turnoff for sex is bad hygiene. If you think that there's a chance that you might be having or giving oral sex, make sure that your privates are nice and clean beforehand. Girls can put sex wipes in their purse to wipe up quickly just before, and guys, you can go to the washroom and give it a quick wash with soap and water. Oh, and make sure you don't forget behind the balls, because you never know. While we're still on hygiene, whether you should trim, wax, or shave your pubic hair or go all natural is a personal preference. However, keeping it trimmed is generally a good and courteous idea. If you're going to shave, make sure there's no stubble because whisker burn is not sexy. If you're going to go for a full Brazilian, make sure that you're keeping it nice and smooth. And you want to make sure that you're at least 24 hours away from any type of sexual encounter because razor bumps. That's all I'm saying. Let's talk about sexy talk. Talking during sex can be incredibly sexy, and it's also important for communication reasons. Encouraging your partner and letting them know how you're doing and reciprocating the favor for them afterwards. Talk about what you enjoy, what things you want to work on, and what you want to try again. There's nothing sexier than the brain. It's the most sexy organ, so use it. Lastly, I want to talk about some oral sex products. There are a lot of oral sex products on the market that'll help you out. Lubes are awesome, and there are so many different types, from flavored ones to ones that make you tingle and ones that can even help a guy last longer. There are also sex pills that, when taken a bit beforehand, can make your cum taste a little sweeter. Then there are sexual enhancement creams that increase the stimulation to the genital area once applied, as well as an assortment of sex mints to try as well. And don't forget condoms, as STDs are very easily transmitted during oral sex. So as we wrap up, I know I've given you a lot to think about, and I hope you enjoyed today's ride. Maybe you learned something or you just liked the ride. And if you did, don't forget to let me know in the comment section. You can also find me at my website, which is www.nicole-delacroix.com or on Twitter at Nicole Delacroix. If you just can't get enough of me, and really, who can then pick up a copy of Sexual Confessional, Confidential Admissions from Social Media, available from Amazon.com or any other online major bookseller. That's our time for today. I want to thank you for joining me for Big Trouble in Little Vagina here on Renegade Talk Radio.
And don't forget to join me next time as we get naughty with a little anal play. Until next time, remember, after a hard day of work, your man deserves a hot meal, so spread those legs. See you next time, my little heathens. Stay safe and have fun.